Welcome back to Black Girl Soul. I'm Song Gray, and this is Something Else. We're going to talk to you today about the beauty of Netflix and all the goods that we found using them concerning Korean dramas and Asian dramas, of course. We have been interacting with more of our social media and in doing so, on top of already sharing a link where I just listed all the new dramas that were coming out for 2020 um, in January onto Netflix from the Korean drama scene, they also went on and I noted that there are some shows that people are like just talking about, all the buzz about, and one of them is Crash Landing on You, which is a Netflix original. Um, new drama alert, new drama alert. It's on TV in, in Korea, but everyone else can catch this on Netflix. And I love that the beauty of Netflix is that you also have the ability to be able to see it or to subtitle it in whatever language you're coming from. You can make those adjustments yourself and you don't have to like click on the one that's for the Portuguese or click on the one that's for the Spanish or click on the one that's for the Botswanian, whatever your language may be. <laughs> so something else, how do you feel about this new Netflix phenomena that you ha you started well okay uh i know i didn't technically start it right but i'm sure i'm i was one of the first people who was like fiending as they say for a drama and looking at netflix as one of the largest providers of streamed content specifically television shows and movies and looking at them saying, you know, why are you ignoring our Asian brothers and sisters? Like, why are you ignoring their image? Why are you ignoring their stories? Why are you ignoring their imaginations? And so I don't know. I think I think it's wonderful and scary at the same time, because there's something about when large companies, conglomerates, as you, you could say, start to take over. I remember, as you will remember, when we could find our dramas on loan websites, they kind of borrowed from someone else who borrowed from somebody else. And sometimes we didn't even have fully subtitled shows. Mm -hmm. But now, I mean, where do you find it for free? You might, Vicky still has some free aspects, but like the top sources are what Netflix, Vicky, Cocoa, and I think Viu, which I just kept on seeing. It's Viu, um, but Netflix is a cost site, and Vicky, if you want to like get into the good stuff, is a cost site. And um, so far, I've seen that Cocoa is free. How? But I don't really think it's completely free. You know more about Cocoa, is it? It's not. You would, in order for you to have free reign to do what you want, you do have to pay. Right. So it's like I applaud the fact that Netflix is like getting with the program, being on trend, you know, not sleeping on Asian storytelling. But I don't know. I'm not like 100, 100. I'm more like 89% happy and giddy. Um, especially when I see actors, actresses, television dramas that I'm excited to watch. So what do you well, think? I would have to uh, like agree that I am excited to see it. I'm excited for their upsurge in their content, what they had. So like, I'm just going to take you back to where I, when I listed that link on our Facebook, Insta and Twitter pages, the link was just about the new dramas that were coming for 2020 on to Netflix. Not that they didn't already have some, but the new ones that they were going to be releasing. And so I used this list to, which I shared on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to begin my search for the Netflix upgrade for 2020. And they had already begun to update their library with Korean dramas and Asian dramas, but they were missing some of those classic ones, like the ones that you used to see over the summer. I did find boys over flowers and airs, which they call inheritors. And I rewatched both of them. Cause I just love those two dramas. Plus Lee Min Ho is Opa. Right. <laughs> you are, you're stupid. I'm, I'm, like, I've, I've clowned him before and I'm going to clown him again right now. That curly permed hair and boys over flowers was not right. But okay, just as an aside, was Ayers just not a revamped version of boys over flowers? 
To a degree, like, yeah. To a degree, I mean, yeah. I love I love a, a high school drama with you know a little bit of bullying and and a lot of like you know she's part of the clique or he stands up for her you know like I love all that stuff. But I was watching airs like if y'all didn't steal boys over flowers, just ridiculous. and I just feel like the only difference is airs was more realistic. Boys over flowers had the the kind of slapstick and the silly into it where boys over flower. I mean, where airs seem more, I guess, yeah, realistic. I don't have any other way to put that. Realistic. Right. Even from the first, when she was like getting mad at her sister for being a hoe, I was like, check. Man, <laughs> we all got hoes in our families. It's real. <laughs> right. But go on, go on. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. So just back to their library, I just began to notice that they were beginning to do a pickup and I was like really, really excited to see the Netflix originals to which you hit me to again. So even though I knew they were there, um, I think it was the something Alamambra. Yeah, it's, um, what is it called? I, I have it listed somewhere around here. <laughs> I don't know where it is. It'll come to me. But Alamandra, Alamandra, something like that. It it had a hung bin. That's all I knew, okay? It had hung bin. So go it's on. It's Memories of the Alhambra. Thank you. And so it's set in Spain and they are, she's, a family is touring or a girl is touring and they somehow get caught up with a video game that goes wild. I never watched the end of it, but I did start it. And so that was my first time noting, oh, they've got Netflix originals. Like, oh, that's hot. That's kind of cool. So they're really paying attention and they're stepping up their game. And just overall, I've noted that they're continuing down on those same paths where they're adding in new information, new stuff that you wouldn't find on Vicky Cocoa or on other sites. However, however, this is something that I would like for us to come back and talk about in a little moment, but they have English dubbing. Mm, no, they don't. Say. Yes, they no, do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. On what show? So I know not to watch it. Girl, because I started and got mad. My first first love is dubbed. Love Alarm is dubbed. Wait a minute, because this is my first, um, what is it called? Because this is my, my first life? No. My okay, first, first love. Okay. I think I saw that. I think I saw that and I had no interest. And I thank goodness I had no interest. Because well, even you, aside, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because you're saying it is like for real, like dubbed in English. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, mm-hmm. disgusting. And so I'm laughing because I went online like, am I tripping? Is this just me? Like, what is going on? So I went online to go seek and find some more information. And what I found was there was a whole group of people where there were some people going, no, they don't. Yeah, yeah, they do. And so they were doing basically what we just did. So finally, the girl was like, well, you can turn it off if you want to. You don't have to have the sub, the English dub on there. So I'm going, I'm going to have to play around with that because I just pushed play and it came with the English. And I'm going, this is horrendous to me because... Honestly, I I searched and I'm just hand to the sky because I'm being honest. I searched to find who were the people that were doing the voiceovers because mm. they sounded like white Americans in the story. No other mm. left but that. And that's I was thing. like, this is a little offensive in my personal opinion, if that's the case. You couldn't even find Korean Americans or Koreans who could do this. That was first. Second, they didn't sound like the original people. And third, it just was... Like some of the noises they were making, just, it was not right. It was so not right. And I was so unhappy. And as far as I got was 30 minutes into the show, but still I was like, okay, this is a no, never, they should stop this. Now for some people online, they were happy with this. And I'm not saying, you know, online, meaning like there was thousands of people. I read three different posts and of those three different posts, there was like 20 at the most uh, people who posted on them. But some of the people on these posts were saying, Oh yeah, you know, I like that. That was so much easier because I hate reading subtitles and it made mm. me think back to our show last week when we talked to um, King Yella and that was one of his concerns. He did not like reading the subtitles. So I said, oh, this must be a thing for people. And so maybe for some that might be okay. So okay. I did post it. I posted it on our Facebook. I posted it on our Instagram that if you are interested in subtitles, they exist. I mean, in dubbing, it exists. Okay, so 
I'm thinking a multitude of things here. The first thing I'm going to say is if yo non reading ass, <laughs> and I'm not trying to disrespect people who like for real cannot Ooh. read. I've lived in, I'm going to, people may hit me in the South, but when I have lived in the South, I've seen more or heard of more adults who could not read for a variety of reasons. Like it is a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or, but by and large, if you are an adult in the world who, let me just say an American, you know, because different strokes for different folks in different parts of the world. Um, but if you're in America with free education up to a point and you can get on a phone and get on Facebook and get on social media and type, 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 then you need to stop being lazy and read a subtitle. They don't go that fast. Okay. I am not like this super reader. I am an average human being in America. (laughs) You need to learn how to read some subtitles. And I mean, it sounds crazy to like, I don't know this. It's a pet peeve. So that's why I hate dubbing. I hate dubbing when I'm watching like a Spanish movie and, and they dub. That brings me to my second point. If you are going to dub, I'm not expecting it to like, there's no Korean sounding English. You know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting some like stereotypical sounding Asian person. But even if you speak proper English, I feel that using a Korean actor, voice actor or actress would mean that they understand the um, nuances of what's being said so that they can properly stress, you know, places where they need to, because there's a difference. Like if you are black, you know how, like the way that we talk, if you had a white person, if it was scripted and you had a white person saying it, they would not know when to stress certain words. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, now I could be wrong. I can't tell just by voices, you know what I mean? But just from the sound of it, they didn't lend themselves to sounding as though they were native Korean speakers. And I'll say it like that. Right. Because here's my thing. If, and I know this sounds like super stereotypical and I've heard and seen Korean speakers who speak English and they've learned it a particular way. Right. So they sound, mm-hmm. a, you know, very Americanized. Right. But I almost want their mistakes in the way that they say stuff. <laughs> if you're going to dub, <laughs> if you're going to do it, um, like when they don't say things correctly, almost, I almost want that. Like <laughs> I want to get as close to the real thing as possible. Um, and then there's the aspect because we're black. And so we may see this versus other people where the assumption is that English is white. And if you have a white and, and you don't know, you do not know, but maybe we're being stereotypical by assuming that there are white voice actors and actresses. Um, overall, I just, it's a complete boo from Mm -hmm. me like boo Mm -hmm. all the way just read it okay let's just keep it nice and crispy and read and let the original actors use their own sounds their own voices their own nuances all of that like i don't need to have you say "Mm, mm, dad maybe you should let me and i'm like okay really Mm, hell mm, no what is that about Oh, no. So I, I want to hear Agu. What, what did I say? I, uh, Agu. I want, oh, however Free. they say it. I want to hear that. I want to hear That's that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, and then another thing I wanted to point out is because I started researching because I was trying to figure out, okay, first, I don't completely know why the change for Netflix, but there's a big reason and then a small reason um, for why I think that Netflix has made this transition, right? I don't think that my lone email alone, of course, um, they just (laughs) went, something else needs us to do this. And therefore we're going to spend millions of dollars. (laughs) No. Um, I think that um, Netflix has to stay on top of things and they ain't dumb. The first thing I thought was, oh, it's great storytelling. Of course they'd want to show Asian dramas. No, er, 
come again. I'm pretty sure, you know, it's never just great storytelling or some of my favorite shows would still be on TV. Shout out to Carnival. Shout out to um, Firefly. Okay. Um, They would still be on TV, but I didn't know this until I did a little bit of research that Asian dramas are way cheaper to make, to produce than say American television shows. So they can spend like, um, I think I read something like 3 million or 2 million an episode versus we spend way more, I believe on our episodes. And so it's cheaper to get Asian dramas. Um, and the Asian market is huge. So like we are making American films to cater to an Asian market and Korean dramas are popular in all Asian markets, in all Asian countries. So why not get the, get the thing that they're watching anyway? Like Netflix is just, um, ahead of the curve, if you will, because from what I read, Disney and HBO are on their way. Like the competition, uh, HBO Plus, are on their way to picking up Korean and Asian television. Um, they're just slow on the uptake, but they're like looking at doing something in in mid to late 2020. So Netflix is just doing what they're supposed to do. They learn from Blockbuster, like don't sleep, don't sleep, and that's why they're they're coming off of like they're doing the Netflix originals and they actually have deals with two big Korean production companies, Studio Dragon and J Contentry. That's what it's called, J Contentry. And they did these deals. They did new deals with them as of late 2019. They already kind of had something going on, but what these deals do is that over three years, they get something like 40 Korean dramas. They get like, um, Ah. if I'm reading, if I'm right, did I take notes correctly? They're getting something like 20 from Studio Dragon. And those include um, Crash Landing with You, Because This Is Our First Love, Cinderella with Four Nights, Boys Over Flowers. Those are all Dragon Studio. Mm, Okay. So... So that's what they've been pulling. That's why the things that we've been watching that we've already watched on Vicky, right. They are now putting on Netflix because they have a deal. Jay Contentry is going to do something like 22 or 23 over three years. And then Studio Dragon is also setting up a base in the U.S. And they're also going to remake some of their Korean hits. It's like they're doing it both both ways. They're going to remake some of their Korean hits and they're going to produce original content. And then, and what they're also doing, okay, they're doing a lot, is that they're remaking American shows. So they've remade Criminal Minds, Entourage, ah. um, Designated Survivor, and The Good Wife for Korea. Okay. So they're about, so there's about to be a whole bunch of stuff going on Oh, and then with Jay Contentry, they, um, ne- they're going to have certain shows that they'll show in Korea, but Netflix has the sole overseas broadcasting rights. That's big. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's not like Disney can come up behind the curve and, you know, they had a show and then suddenly Disney has it. No, Netflix is going to be like the only crack dealer in the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, um, and then of course, Jay Contentry is trying to do the same thing as studio dragon. They're trying to set up production so that they can do Netflix originals with them too. So Netflix is winning. All right. I'm not, yeah, I'm not mad at them at all. Right. And it's just, it was weird to me because you know how, like we always go and stalk Vicky and I'm used to seeing certain shows that I'm like, oh, I've already watched you. I've watched you. Okay, maybe I'll watch you. And then I'm on Netflix and I'm like, it's like deja vu. I'm like, wait a minute. Didn't I just see you on Vicky? Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? And that's why. It's because a lot of their um, library, they're just, I mean, and it's it's a smart deal. They, they weren't doing anything with those shows. 
No. You know, those shows were maybe sitting. going to Vicky. And then in the course of doing my research, because I, I was trying to, I kind of booked all the way back to our, you know, one of our first loves, Drama Fever, because mm-hmm. I was trying to understand what the hell happened with Drama Fever. I mean, and I think Drama Fever actually suffered from being taken out by their own company way too early. Like, mm. I don't know all the ins and outs. So somebody who comments, please break down like the incestuous nature of these companies buying each other out and all this stuff. But Warner Brothers, which is now AT&T, bought Drama Fever in 2016. But then they didn't have faith in what Drama Fever was doing. So they... They didn't have faith that Drama Fever could compete with Netflix and Amazon, so they just canceled them. Mm. That was just the beginning, middle, and end of it. And they, like, I don't think they see, like, even Amazon, like, nowhere in the 2020 plans did I see Amazon doing anything big with Korean dramas, like, do you have um Amazon? What is it? Amazon Prime? I do. Cause I don't remember there being like a bunch of I you know what I, I know that there's some maybe it's Hulu, there's some channel that has some. I think Amazon I think Amazon does have something. Like they have more like movies. I'm logging in now because I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't ever recall clicking on that link and seeing anything that made me go. Oh, okay. So now I'm going, right. let me check on this. Right. I'm looking too. Thank you for but that. You know, I do think that everyone is now catching a clue of, we don't want to get left in the wind. And if this is one of the fastest growing types of media, we want to get in on this too. Right. And you know what? I'm actually in, um, prime video and they have cheese, cheese in the trap, the movie. Ah. See, because that's that's what I think what Amazon is doing is a, a bunch of movies like Asian movies. But I don't think that they're doing dramas, not the way that they need to, to, to stay competitive. Like The Handmaiden, is that a drama or is that a movie? Um, I don't know. You don't have to click on that. And bad boy. I did, but it's not helping me. Let's see. Oh, it's a movie. It's a movie. OK, so you're right. And- these are majority movies popping up over here. Go ahead. I'm They're sorry. popping up. And then also what I'm seeing is like bless Amazon um, Prime, but they they're pulling from like all different Asian countries. And that's yeah. great. You know, Taiwanese and all this stuff. But the real strong drug, the best weed, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> it's Korean weed. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to get the pure stuff, you got to get that Korean. I don't know what you need to, to call it. You know how like weed has different names. Like you need that Hollywood. Okay, weed. look. How do you say it? Is it Hollywood? I'm not 100% sure. It looks like that's how you would say it. But again, I, I got to be, you know, you got to We could be completely since wrong. We, exactly. We could be tearing it up totally. So. And and they have like old movie stuff, you know, to me, like My Little Bride and stuff. Like I watched that like five or six years ago, if not longer. And My Sassy Girl from 2001. Okay. So this is where I'll give Amazon props because I'm not really, um, like I watch some Korean movies. I enjoy them, but that's not my first love, right? No, it's not. And so if you are really trying to get up on a movie to get a variety of, stories and storytelling then amazon is great for that because they have something called love guide for dumpies i i never saw anything like this um so maybe i need to get up on my amazon game because until these folks pay us on a monthly basis for um in some form of sponsorship i'm not <laughs> okay right, right we cannot promote <laughs> right i'm not like super team Vicky like I love Vicky I love Vicky yeah but I'm I'm not gonna be ride or die for any of them verbally at least and no and I'm paying you know I have Amazon Prime so um I better use it as much as possible and get my money's worth (laughs) oh Descendants of the Sun is here 
on Amazon? Yeah. Oh, okay. wow, wow, wow. So they, they've got a little bit of wisdom because that's a show right there you definitely want to see. Oh, it's just because that's your addiction. Don't play. You could watch it every year, huh? Man, I, I sure could. I sure could. Oh, God. This is a Vietnamese adaption. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. That's... So is it the same? What What does that mean? What does that mean? It's not the same. It means that they have recreated it using Vietnamese actors and yeah. Are you for freaking kidding me? Is it the same poster? No. This like almost the the only thing that made me stop and really look was wait a minute, I don't see any of the actors I know, but they have the uniforms, they have the lady there and it's called Descendants of the Sun. Same name and everything. Check. That is some straight up gangster type stillage. Oh my gosh. I'm looking it up right now because I cannot believe it. <laughs> and then what's hilarious about this is that, well, no, you know what? If you put in Descendants of the Sun, they have both. They have oh. Descendants of the Sun, like season one. And, but then it, the video is not available. It's like they had to, they had to note the other one so that you wouldn't get confused. So they have the, um, Korean one that you can't get. Then they have the oh that is rude. That is hella rude. Right. <laughs> right. I'm so sorry. That that would ha hurt my feelings. Well, it did mine. So next. Wow. You know what that reminds me of? Um, it reminds <sighs> me of how like when you uh read a book years ago, <laughs> it's not exactly the same, but you read a book from an author years ago and you're like oh I love that book and then you think there's like a second book and a series or something it has mm -hmm. a different cover and you buy the book and then you open the book and you're like it's the same damn book like it didn't change <sighs> not a damn bit they just it's it's a you know that was rude that's really rude okay yeah. so <laughs> let's get get back to this so now we've learned if you want to see a drama <laughs> A Korean drama. You get your happy butt to Netflix, to Vicky, okay, to Cocoa, or anywhere else that you are sure that it's not going to be the Taiwanese, the Vietnamese, the <laughs> any ease version of it, the Chinese version. It's gonna and see. Here's what's funny. It's not like there's anything particularly wrong with it. It's just disrespectful because because. It's like boys over flowers. Darn near every Asian country has their version of it, right? Because it started as a Japanese manga and mm -hmm. they all have their version of it. And I and I have no problem with that. So to bring it back around to another pet peeve of mine, I looked up uh on Studio Dragon, I was like, "Ooh, do they have boys over flowers?" They don't. Because if they oh. had boys over flowers, I would be writing to them in English and Korean asking <laughs> them to make an Americanized version of boys over flowers. It totally deserves it. Totally, totally deserves it. Anyway, you, you talk song, Ray. I'm tripping. No, you're fine. Cause I, I kind of hear you and I feel you on being able to find your content that you want, knowing that what you're getting is good content and not, you know, something that has been right. redone, rebooted, re whatever. You want to have the goods and you want the goods to be right from the beginning. Um, I think it is highly important for us to just keep in mind as we are seeking, finding, searching that we find shows that resemble who we are, what we're looking for. So, I'm like, I'm stuck on because I think it has officially, as I talked about that Descendants of the Sun hurt my feelings, I think it officially hurt my feelings for the voiceovers for Netflix. And so as I did my reading, finding ways to be able to, I want to see that story. I had already put it in my, what do you call it? My watch list. So then for me to click on it and see that, that like kind of turned me off. So now being able to go back and be able to figure out how to get rid of the, the dubbing, I said subtitle, sorry, the dubbing so that I could just watch it natural like that's important to me and so yeah you know when you begin to pick and choose and learn your ways and what you like and what you don't like it's important for you to be able to know where you can go to get that stuff without it being an issue 
So also with that, knowing how to, to pick and find. So like, I know when we first started, we mentioned that, um, what is it? Memories of Alhambra mm-hmm. was the show that you had told me about and that it was a Netflix, Netflix original. And I had started it, but for whatever reason, it couldn't hold me. And I noted that there's a few of these that couldn't hold me. It was that one. It was my love is a rope or my life is a rope. Oh, Romance yeah. is a bonus book. Oh, you know, I couldn't keep true? up with that when I started it. And then when the Camilla blooms, I started that one and I couldn't keep up. So I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm going to give it a couple more shots before I say, uh Oh, something's different about these dramas. And here's why. Well, okay. You know what? And let me just say, I completely agree with you because memories of Alhambra, I watched the initially and then it got to a point. I was really loving it, loving it initially. Right. Because you know, the, lead actors were recognizable. Um, mm-hmm, I forget mm-hmm. names and you know, I mess up names when I say them, but I knew well, Hung- Susie is the girl. Susie. Susie is her stage name. Lord yes. bless her. Okay. Take it. Are you sure for, <laughs> I'm positive. She was yes. from Ayers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Susie. Lord, you know, she, she was planning ahead, huh? Trying <laughs> She's trying to, <laughs> Because I surely was like, I didn't even attempt to find her name because I just did. I just feel so disrespectful, but it's so hard. It's so hard, you guys. I will figure this out. I will conquer it in my lifetime. Being able to say Korean names correctly, because even when you see them, they don't do them phonetically. No. And it's and I'm like, you need a phonetic, uh, you know, a phonetic version of of the name so that I can get this right. Um, Well, the problem would be our phonetic and their phonetic don't match because they don't use the same sounds we do. So there's a whole nother world going on. Right. And I went looking up so I could understand the sound like, okay, when you see this, it really means this. I'm, I'm researching that now. I will figure it out one day, but anyway. Okay. So Susie, dang, that's messing with me. Um, (laughs) she, I, I recognized her from airs and she looks just like the chick from um first shop coffee prints but she's been she's done all this other stuff like i think she did this um heartstrings mm-hmm. she did other stuff so she was a recognizable face hung bin is hung bin everybody know hung bin if y'all know hung bin you've been living under a rock i mean he is he's dope mm-hmm. he's dope as all dope is um so i was like oh this is really smart I didn't really love the setting or love the story like that, but I was just writing for them. And sometimes you just ride for a show with good production value. Let me just keep it a hundred. Mm-hmm. So, yes. So I was willing to, to go along. And what I did was I skipped to the end cause I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it for some reason. And it's the same for when the, uh, Camilla, Camilla, I don't know. Blooms. Camelia Blooms. I, yeah. I, I love that actress. She's from Pasta. I love her. Don't want to say her name, but I love her. Um, and, um, the story should be getting me, but I personally, I think the reason why I'm not writing for that story is because in the very first episode, you find out that somebody has died and I don't really want to write it out to find out that she's the one who got killed. Like, I just don't want to do that. Um, so I'm waiting for the show. I to know, end. right? I agree. So I'm waiting for the show to end <laughs> so I can just confirm that she wasn't the one who was killed. Then I'll go back and watch the drama. And then I kid you not, when I was taking notes, I was, I wrote, I want to see romance is a bonus book, but here's the thing. I think I saw the beginning of it where you find out that the lead actress is like on her super hustle, like doing all kinds of stuff, trying to live. And I don't know why Mm -hmm. I can't remember now why I just went, or I'm not going to watch this because that should be my type of TV show. Right. I love the hustling, um, female lead. Like I love that, you know, when they're not, you know, lazy or stupid or not trying to get by. Like, so I'm going to go back to romance is a bonus book and I'll let you know. <laughs> well, let me know. Cause again, I gave up on all of them. Cause I was just like, okay, I have tried. I have tried. I have tried. And I don't know what's going wrong with me, but I'm not able to like stick it out. Now I was able to, I watched up to, I'm looking now in here. I got up to episode 10. 
but something and I don't know I think one of the other things that I, I'll take note and just run with is you said it something happened in here and I just went to the end there's a lull that happens sometimes where they are dragging the story out and they're doing too much I guess fill mm. in to stretch it out and the, that fill-in sometimes can throw you off but sometimes the fill-in becomes so ridiculous and mundane that you're like okay you know what I'm done with this and that's how I felt about a few of these like I got to the point where it's just like you know what I'm done with this how much more stuff is she gonna take how many more times is she gonna fall down before we see her at least start to build like come on now so yeah right I mean I I feel like there are a handful of um script writers who if you like look at some of the dramas you love I mean you go back like you go to a drama themes and you find out who um who wrote them, you'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Because they know how to figure out the rhythm of a show. They they know how to right. kind of keep you on those highs and lows without making it seem redundant or petty or stupid or like you start to have less respect for the characters because that happens too. Like you've been watching back and forth and back and forth. And then you, one day you just look at that lead male character and you're like, why are you such a punk in front of your family? Like you should have done defended her by now you know (laughs) like you should have been stood up for yourself at this point you're supposed to be on the upswing with something else and so then you're like i'm not watching this show anymore it's like suddenly you're like too good for the show um but i i really try to not invest myself if i realize that the show is if i realize within the first two or three episodes i try to like cut ties right in there (laughs) Like, let me get out of this. I, 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 you know, I'm in it to win it, but not, not this one. <laughs> just, I can't. Well, so as I told you about, um, the new drama, new drama alert, crash landing on you is the one that everybody over on Twitter and our Twitter account and in our Instagram, everybody is talking about crash landing on you. That's the new Netflix series. Um, I'm watching that. I think one to six is up, one to eight maybe. And then um, the lady told me today that uh, it starts back in February 1st. So like the yes. first 10, that's what she said. You can catch up and watch the first 10. And then it starts back in Jan- in uh, February. Um, but it's about a paragliding mishaps that drops a South Korean heiress in North Korea and into the life of an army officer who decides he will help her hide. And as you stated, one of the other beauties of Netflix is that they are pulling the high-end actresses and actors. Right. They are pulling people that you know, so when you see it, you're like, ooh, okay, live up to your name. That was another one that was on a watch for list, mm-hmm. and I said, okay, let me check that out. So I started that one today, only got 30 minutes in, but it's um about uh some like i think it has some sci-fi let me just put that out there and in this the woman winds up getting shifted into the joan joon song the old era i'm not how to spell it i think but i can't south, say it yeah south korea getting shifted back there and having to deal with a doctor she's a doctor he's a doctor and them basically comparing notes and i think he winds up coming to 2019 korea and they you know how their situations, well, it's 2017, because that's when it was made. 2017 Korean, how their situation's similar, and of course, there's some love involved, but right, that was another one that was thrown out to me, so go ahead. And and just to say, I'm watching both of those right now. <laughs> okay. Right. Crash Landing on You, I've been watching for a second, but I skipped a couple of episodes because I told you I'm trifling okay. that way, and I just caught up with the last <laughs> one to see that we're going to have to wait a bit for the next episode, but But I really enjoy it because yet again, we got Hung Bin. Hey. Ah, (laughs) Yeah, he must have a a deal with uh, Dragon Studio Netflix because that's one of theirs. And, you know, I think um, Live Up to Your Name is also one of theirs. So skills okay um and yes live up to your name i've seen at least like three episodes maybe um i've seen at least um him coming to the future her going to the past and then both of them going to the future so so it's interesting it's an interesting um a show now is that the show that i'm gonna live and die by i don't know i don't know um but crash landing on you is 
suspenseful enough and interesting enough to me and and very korean drama-esque because i kid you not i saw the latest episode today my mom came in from shopping and she was arrested like she stopped and started watching (laughs) watching the drama and to speak Mm. on that just a little bit and what netflix the power of netflix at this point there's another show called chocolate that just ended and it is a very yes um slow hmm? what what did you say i was just saying yes I've, i've seen chocolate advertised right it is a very slow meditative kind of drama you know if you're looking for it to be a lot of like high end backbiting it happens but there's a quietness that occurs like maybe second or third episode in and it kind of rides out to the end and it it pulls the heartstrings ridiculously you are going to shed some tears it is a good drama I enjoyed it to the very end. My mom and I ended up watching the series together. Oh, wow. We would sit together and watch the episodes and talk about them. Um, And I think for her, it was a good introductory drama. I mean, she's seen some other ones with me, but she, I, I almost think like, if not for the fact that she didn't want to be rude by watching them without me, I think she would have. So, (laughs) I mean, in the middle of the new Tyler Perry movie, Uh, right, she made, she did catch (laughs) those, those episodes. So it was, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, And so, and, and that was yet another one. I'm going to be doing this forever. You guys, I forget her name. I don't feel like looking up her name. But the female lead is the same one from Secret Garden um, that starred uh. her and Hung Bin. <laughs> okay. Did you ever okay. see Secret Garden? I saw bits and pieces. Never that before. was some tracksuit wearing mess. I loved it. Love Secret Garden. Okay. <laughs> like where you don't expect Secret Garden to be good. You think it's corny. And then as you watch it, you're like, dang. And this dude loves a tracksuit. And so <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, yes. Um, and I've seen her in other things, too. Um, she did a movie. With, I mean, not a movie. She did a TV show with um, uh, Suna Bay eons ago too like they were athletes or something like that she's been in a couple of things and that's an underestimation of course um but i i you know to round it off i think with netflix i'm getting my money's worth (laughs) i'm gonna have to agree i'm gonna have to agree i'm not upset with them by a long shot yeah and oh i this is something i did not know and i have to still research so if um listeners want to comment on this please do but I knew that Vicky kind of is owned by Rakuten. It's spelled R-A-K-U-T-E-N because I remember, I'm sure you remember, like at one point Vicky was a beta site and then Mm -hmm. I think maybe they got bought out by Japan or something by the Japan company, Japanese, hello, Japanese company. And so it has maybe gotten an infusion of money and it's really sharp now. And it has like, you know, an app and everything great. Um, but I didn't know that if you get the Vicky plus 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 membership, it comes with Cocoa. Oh, right. Really? So now? instead of paying for Cocoa separate or something separate, right. You can get, you can get like the amped up version of Vicky and get Cocoa too. I'm going to have to look into that because the Cocoa is funny acting because it only works on certain devices, I'll say. And I wanted to get it to a place where either it was working all the time or I was going to get rid of it. Ah, okay, okay. Because on my phone, sometimes it won't pull correctly. Ah, and see, I didn't know this about Cocoa because I think we talked about it last time. And I knew that it was, I mean, of course, it's a streaming service site and I, I knew that it was tied into a network, but it's actually tied into three networks. It's a partnership between KBS, SBS, and NBC. So that's ah. why they're three, three, you know, the major networks when we're watching these dramas, it's like yeah. they're feeding all of them. It's like the full power. It's like if America was like 
doing ABC, NBC, and Fox, and they were all pouring their like shows into one site. So that's why right. it it's it looks so diabolically good. Okay, okay. And it also explains to me the subtitling. Cause like I told you, once they put it out, it's already subtitled. You're not looking for it to be uploaded or waiting for it to happen. It is done. Right. Right. And it's because the the networks are doing it. They're leading the charge there. So and chances are they do it in post production before they even put the show out. They already have all of that done. So it's it's glorious and wonderful. Anyway, so um along with any anything else I'm trying to do in life, one, I'm gonna start stalking Studio Dragon and some of these are whomever put out boys over flowers, I'm gonna be like, y'all need to do an Americanized version. And the other thing I'm gonna do is go find out if Studio Dragon and um Jay Contentry have um some stock i can buy because i know the ah. netflix stock is expensive but if i could get some yeah um, some stock in those companies <laughs> some you know because some you know you can buy international stock yeah yeah i'm i'm gonna do that because um i mean i might even just look into netflix stock let me just keep it 150 and just go on and buy some stock for real like some expensive stock because they're about to get a whole bunch of asian eyeballs <laughs> on there i mean even when i watch i think netflix thinks i'm asian because they think i'm asian and african because i'm getting a whole bunch of suggestions and stuff that are like either think... african shows <laughs> and i am african so hey but i'm getting african shows and i'm getting a whole bunch of asian like television movies everything and i'm like okay i kind of miss american shows on here just a little bit <laughs> So. Well, I was going to say too, they have algorithms. It's kind of the same thing as when you're dealing with Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, how you like something, you dig on something, they find a connection and then they pull it in. Because I know for my personal self, now my account is not my account alone. I share it with my family. And so it's sharing it with my family. I know, right? But they already charge us for the family. Okay. Share, so, so it's all gravy good. and legal. Good job. <laughs> yes, good job. we're good. We're good. But, um, for with sharing it with my family, um, they before they joined in with me, oh, that's all I ever saw. And it was like, dang, is it no more American TV coming out? Like, what's going on? But once they came in and they started pulling and watching the stuff they watch, now I see a variety. But initially, when I first started coming on and seeing they're doing the Netflix for Korean dramas, oh, they were always popping up. And it wouldn't always be Korean. Sometimes it would, like you just said, because they had this whole thing at first that was called Eastern East Asia, Eastern Asia Asian dramas. So you would see anything that classified as Eastern Asian. And then after a while, they got a little more sophisticated and they have a K-drama section. They have a Korean drama section. They have a Japanese drama section. So it gets a little bit better. But initially, it was just Eastern Asian. Yeah. And you know, and that reminds me, um, maybe some of the listeners will comment about this. Like, okay, so Vicky used to be totally like fair about this. And it used to be like, I mean, and, and Vicky does have a section for it. And you do see yeah, something yeah. for like Japanese dramas. I, I enjoy Japanese dramas and I enjoy like the humor that comes out of there a bit. And, um, I, I mean, you know, perfect world, I would want like a, well-rounded site that has like a little bit of everything or you know a nod towards everything but I'm looking for a site that like really does show more Japanese dramas because I enjoy them and they're funny and they they can be irreverent and and when the Japanese people get all irate and surprised their <laughs> their their voices get all strong and and very uh i don't even, i don't even want to pretend to to do one of theirs but they they get loud the way africans get loud and i love it <laughs> so so if anyone knows about a j drama website or app or something please let me know and now i'm going back over here to you and vicky so like when you go into vicky and at the top where you hit explore there's a whole section of every type of you've got Korean mainland Chinese Taiwanese Japanese and then if you want to even dig deeper you can click into the what is it all countries and then it'll take you to more specified countries if for you to find things that might not be right those main topics like India or 
Right. Even so the they, that's States, what I said. Like, we're a section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, ahead, that's I'm what sorry. I'm saying. Vicky does a nod towards Japanese dramas. But if you do a comparison, you don't see near as many Japanese dramas as you see Korean uh, dramas. And, okay, and because okay, okay. I am who I am, I have not that I've exhausted, like I've looked at each and every one, but I've at least but gone through it a couple killed, of times yeah. to recognize yeah. darn near everything they got for a pork shot. I got you. So that's why I'm like, you know, and of course you can always go back and look, but even, even now I, I, I kid you not the Japanese dramas. I got through everything they got to offer in, in four okay. swipes. And this happened a, a couple of years ago because I remember I was watching like something, I forget what it was. And, and I think Vicky like did some kind of sweep and just got rid of so many of the Japanese dramas. And I was like, what the hell happened? And then people commented and they were like, yeah, they got rid of a lot of their dramas and then eventually put some back. And so, but it's, it's, I'm looking for more. I'm looking just, you know, and, and I don't know if you know what a VPN is. It's like, um, mm-hmm. you do, you do. Yeah. I forgot. We talked about it before, but you know, I almost want to like get a VPN just so that I can like pretend I'm in a, a Japanese country or, yeah, or something. So I can <laughs> like, okay. And, and go to Netflix and be like, okay, what you got now? What you got? <laughs> right. I'm so wrong. Anyway. Nah, hey. But if anybody knows of anything, please share, please share, please share. Drop them in the comments. Yep, that's the whole reason we're doing this. It's not for you, it's for us. It's so that we get information. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, if you do you have anything else to add, Sungray, before we end this session? Nah. I think we have exhausted Netflix and what Netflix has to offer. Plus even some other sites. Right. I want to thank you guys for joining us again. We've had fun. I uh, hope you enjoyed this one. And any comments, questions, concerns, please leave them in the comments for us. We'd appreciate it. Okay. Well, this is Black Girl Soul with something else and Song Ray. Have a good one. Bye.